who's the most terrible of them all? It's Hollywood Lian. Hey, hello, and welcome to Everyone is Terrible. I'm your host, Hollywood Leon. It's my favorite day of the week. You know, Cass, I got a question for you. What am I supposed to do every Sunday now that Euphoria is gone? The season finale has came and went, and we're breaking down this season finale harder than Cassie crying at the window watching the play in the auditorium. Oh, God. It's been a long, chaotic ride of wild, crazy, captivation, and beautiful people. Incredible stories, incredible acting. Zendaya will win the Emmy, and I will be in season three of Euphoria playing some sort of perverted teacher. Let's get into this. Couple things I'll never get over. Sydney Sweeney is just wearing Mariah Carey's Heartbreaker top when introducing herself officially as Nate's little side bitch. So gorgeous, and I'm obsessed with her. And obviously, she has the most beautiful breasts I've ever seen in my life. I've seen a lot of boobs too, because I'm from Vegas. I know I'm gay, but you guys, I've seen a lot of boobs. Like, I'd rather go to a titty bar than a male strip club, like. Any day of the week. There was actually a male and women's strip club combined in Vegas. It's called Olympic Garden. It's two stories. And all the women dance upstairs and then like the men are downstairs in the basement. So it's clearly meant to entertain women. It's not catered for men. So like me being the one man down there, I was, of course, I was getting looks by the men, but whatever. I was there to support my girlfriends and it just smelled like balls and cologne down there. It was just fucking disgusting and i'm gay and i fucking love balls and i love cologne let's get back to euphoria and get off the subject of balls and get more into dick (laughs) the dick prosthetics okay so like every dick in euphoria was fake why do the girls like get to be like totally naked and the guys have all these fake penises like I don't know, lots of controversy surrounding the director, Sam Levinson. You know, do we need this much flesh? They are in high school. They're portraying people under 18. Are people under 18 having crazy, passionate sex like this? Are they having this much drama? You guys, in high school, I was not having sex with anybody. First of all, I was fat, so nobody wanted to have sex with me. My mind wasn't even, like, on sex. It was on jack-in-the-box chicken sandwiches and theater, desperately trying to, like, not be gay. So, like, dick wasn't even on my mind. I wish it was. I probably would have put down the chicken sandwich. How about this? Did you ever watch Grey's Anatomy? All right, well, McSteamy. Yeah, he's the dad, and we see his penis, Yes, it's a prosthetic penis, but oh my God, there's just so many layers to this show. You know what's beautiful about season two is that they're like showing why the characters are the way they are. So they're doing lots of flashbacks, like the parents and like how they grew up. So it's all of a sudden like a different, it's the 70s all of a sudden, or it's the 60s. And like, you see like this beautiful gay cinematic love story. And like, that's why Nate dad is the way he is that's why cal is the way he is cal is mcsteamy it's just so good you guys like honestly don't be fucking terrible i know you don't want to give into the hype 
But just fucking watch it. My first nomination is for the teachers of Euphoria High School. Like, where the fuck are they? Where's the principal? Like, where are the teachers? I don't think I've ever seen a teacher on Euphoria. I don't think I've ever seen the principal. Like, even during Lexi's play, a fight broke out. There was no principal. But what they did have was, like, a $50,000 budget. Like, they had a house on the stage, a street lamp. (laughs) This was the craziest thing. Let's get into the finale, you guys. I just was saying, please, I'm just so attached to Fez and Ashtray, and Lexi, and, like, you know, like, like, Fez has to get to Lexi's play, so, like, please don't let nothing happen, like, like, this finale, you guys, oh, my God, and Faye, like, I love Faye, like, thank God she, like, broke the glass and, like, showed her loyalty and, like, said, don't say anything, the house is bugged, you guys, let's talk about Faye, so, you know, she is like a porn actress and she was doing like her own porn rendition of Euphoria. And you know, Sam watched it because he asked for her to come audition. She started to act and he was like, no, don't act, like be yourself. And then she got the part. But like, it just all came together for the end for me. Like Ashtray and Angus Cloud screaming. I just can't. Damn, Ashtray stabbed that guy in the neck. Fuck. The entire episode, I was waiting for Lori, the drug dealer, to come out and, like, kill everyone or take fucking Rue out by the hair of the theater or something. I don't know. This bitch is walking around watching shows and, like, hanging out, like, all casually. Don't you owe her $10,000? Like, what is happening? I don't get it. Like, I was so confused. Second nomination goes to Elliot because we didn't need a five-minute song. That was very confusing to me. But I'd rather watch Rue run through the streets, honestly, than listen to Elliot sing again. And he has an apple tattooed on his face. And I'm not talking about the fruit. I'm talking about the apple logo. He has it tattooed on his face, but he's really cute. And he's dating he's dating Hunter Schaefer. This whole opening was just so intense with the shootout. But then also just, you know, the buildup of Fexy, which is... Fez and Lexi put together. And this fucking play was so good. (laughs) The whole gay musical in the locker, I Need a Hero, just chef's kiss. She's unhinged, and here comes Maddie. This bitch needs to be put down. Finally, Maddie chased Cassie all around the school and whooped that bitch's ass. (sighs) Which leads me to, like, my first question to you guys, since it's just us anyway. Like, what would you do if you found out that your best friend slept with your man? Yes, while you were on a break, whatever. Say you were on a two-week break. Well, she fucked him every day on that two-week break. Like, what would you do? Would you chase that bitch around the fucking school and whoop her ass? Probably. That would kill me. (laughs) Man, sometimes she, like, they do need an ass whooping. You know what I mean? It's like, you just have to bring everybody down with your fucking drama. Some people's feelings need to be hurt. And the person who told me that, like, this one's for you. The roses drop. The fucking bullet holes all over the fucking goddamn apartment. You guys, guns scare the fuck out of me. It was, like, one of the reasons why I, like, honestly didn't watch Squid Game for, like, the first three weeks that everybody was talking about it. I just don't like the sound of automatic rifles. They scare the fuck out of me. Can you blame me? I live in America. 
I'm not saying this show glamorizes gun violence, but it does glamorize the flesh of these actors, because Jesus. And I should have been in that scene where Cal was having the little orgy with all these, like, bisexual, non-binary humans in that warehouse. And, like, there was room for me. Where was me? Like, Cal, I'm a freak. Like, you know what I mean? Like, freak a leak. Freaks attract freaks. Sis was like, who the fuck is this? Like, who is this? And Cal's like, um, it's my fucking son. But no, Nate Jacobs was there to get his revenge against his dad because his dad was like, you're my worst mistake. I'm an animal and I fuck everyone. I fuck men. I fuck women. I fuck everybody. So Nate was like, you're going to jail. I showed the cops the video of you fucking Jules and she's 17. But I'm like, Nate Jacobs, yes, you got your revenge, but you know you're just as terrible. Like, I mean... Like, what he did to that guy on the first season where he broke into his apartment and beat the fuck out of him and extorted him, like, that honestly traumatized me. Like, one of the reasons that season one was just, like, so a lot for me. It was so violent. Honestly, like, there was so much going on for the finale. I was confused. I was sad. I was excited. I was turned off. Elliot's song. And then I was, like, excited again, you know, and Maddie beating Cassie up and not having to scratch, just, like, icing her hand with some Diet Coke. And then Cassie looking all fucked up and bloody. <laughs> Ashtray, you know how he shot one of the cops? It turns out that was Cassie and Lexi's dad. We never even saw that motherfucker. We didn't even know that he was a cop. Does Lexi even know? Fexi, I can't. This finale... Lexi's play really showcased how beautiful theater is. It can really move you. It's so unbelievably overwhelming sometimes because it's such a beautiful experience to see live theater. Um, and I think the play had some really beautiful elements to that. I love when Maddie said to Cassie, don't worry, this is just the beginning. Bitch, take that as you want. A threat a warning, like, Maddie knows what the fuck is up, bitch. If you could see me right now, I got my motherfucking Maddie hands. They're going. Lexi should be nominated for spilling the tea on everybody. The most terrible character of Euphoria season two, I'm giving it to Elliot, because he fucked up Jules and Rue, and then he, like, narked her out, and, yeah, it might have saved her life, but, like... I hate people that come in and just fuck up your life. Even when it's good and bad, it's like a tornado. It's like, as someone that realizes that mental health is only getting worse, like, fuck what everyone says and thinks. Because honestly, 90% of the time, people are just fucking projecting on you. I'll see you guys next week, terrible kids. Bye. Who's the most terrible of them all? It's Hollywood Leon.